0: Here we are again with another episode of Face the Heel. It's been a little bit of time, a little technical difficulties, some podcast host difficulties. Um, hopefully everything's all fixed up now. Um, on this episode, we got the wonderful Mr. Brutus Dylan, uh, the belt chaser himself. Uh, I also might have not hit record for the first like 20 minutes of this so we're gonna have to get back on this one and get get a little recap from you brutus i hope you guys love it the heel
1: the true the the true uh the true really big guys in the industry i feel like they even bump too much like on tv you know what i'm saying like no offense but if i'm braun strowman i'm not i shouldn't be out there bumping for fucking anybody and everybody you know what i'm saying like oh, yeah. that's just me like, I guess I you know I don't work for WWE so whatever you know but right I mean it's just like I, I see things like that and I'm like now that I'm in the business and I've been in the business for quite a while I'm just like man why are these dudes out here like bumping so much for these these little guys like Jesus you know? <laughs> like, yeah yes
0: I mean sometimes even even um, way like way back when Nash and Mysterio did
1: their little thing like, yeah like i mean and some of that stuff made sense think yeah. like, they told him forward to it but there was other things where i was like oh man. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, well
0: it's like it's like uh when uh big show first came in as the giant or whatever and that dude's doing missiles off the top ropes and drop kicking he also
1: he also i mean even though he was he was tall then and he wasn't as big as he is now obviously yeah. oh yeah yeah um but, I do, yeah, like, he shouldn't have been doing missile drop kicks and stuff like that. But, I mean, like, the, the thing there is, like, and, and that's also a contradicting thing because, you know, me and, me and Kong actually talk about this all the time. Uh, you know, because Kong does splashes from the top row, but he does, he does a bunch of stuff, you know. And, uh, but he doesn't do it in every single match. Uh, there are certain times where you can, uh, you know, use a move that a, a smaller guy would do but it's going to look a lot bigger obviously with a bigger guy doing it and
0: so it's like one of those like you got to save it for the big show deals
1: right like, yeah i mean got you got you, you to save it for the right moments you know um like you're like you're not gonna see me pull off no hurricane rana or no head scissors or nothing like that but um i may do like a A bigger bump or something if it's going to mean more in like the story I'm trying to tell or if it's just uh essential to what we're trying to do here in the match yeah
0: gotcha that makes sense that makes tons of sense uh so it's it's
1: it's really it's it's really different working like a big guy too you know oh yeah a lot of smaller a lot of smaller guys are like man like they, they also feel like it's easier to work with a big dude because they know pretty much they're going to be out there selling
0: you oh, know yeah.
1: <laughs> like um you know and then in the end they're finally going to get you chopped down and or not you know, <laughs> or, yeah or not you know because that happens too you know there's plenty of matches i've never taken one ball in uh, so, i
0: mean and and I feel like like WWE overuses squash matches or that kind of match like that, right? Sometimes, depending on who it is. Yes,
1: and I'll be the first one to tell you I hate squash matches.
0: You know, I don't mind them if they're
1: used right. I I hate being in them. <laughs> I, I, really? I guess I should. I guess I should reiterate that. Uh, I I understand. Like like I understand that if you're trying to propel the character of me. Um, and you want me to come in as this big monster and you want me to, uh, squash a few dudes. Like, uh, I understand what you're trying to portray there, but also like the, in like the inner part of me is like, I want to go out there and work, you know, yeah. right? Okay. I want to go out there. Uh, I want, I want to go out there and put on like a 10, 12, maybe 15 minute match, you know, like I, I want to, I, I, I feel like part of me is like, I feel like I'm more valuable, and putting on, a, a, a you know, an actual, like, match instead of putting on a squash match. Because, yes, fans are going to love to see me go out there and just, you know, murder somebody. But, you know, like, right. at the end of the day, I guess the, the inner me is just like, man, I really wish I could go out there and just have an actual match. Right. Yeah. Do, do so. you think the squash helps the build though i mean but no in that part yes i mean it does help like especially if you're like i said you're trying to portray like this big guy is just uh he's gonna come in he's gonna you know he's gonna be your monster dude you know um that helps the the character and i've done that in several different places you know i just when they're like hey we want you to go out there and work squash match with the kid i'm like all right (laughs) hey you know i'm kind of like I get what you're trying to portray here and I appreciate you you know you know showcasing me as the monster but uh can we finally maybe get to me actually going out there and putting on an actual lengthy match you know yeah gotcha so I mean I like work man <laughs> hey,
0: oh so. like there have been a couple smaller local promotions that I've been to that they're like oh like they bring this dude in that's just this monster and he has the squash match and you never, ever see him again. Like, that has never made any sense to me. Like, unless it... it, it, But it seems like it's not, like, the the shows that run monthly or a couple times a month or whatever. It's, like, the one-off, you know, this guy's gonna run a show every quarter, maybe every six
1: months. And that's weird to me because, like, if you're only doing... Like, you know, like you said, like quarterly or whatever. It's like, why are you having a squash match on your show?
0: Yeah, especially you know? when it's not like, uh-huh. I, I could maybe even see it if you got like some fight TV deal or you're putting it on a big YouTube channel. That way people can go watch it again, right? But like, nobody's going to remember the minute and a half that this guy squashed people for a year. Oh, no doubt.
1: And and also, don't get me wrong in this. Like, if, if I ever, you know, uh, was getting paid, you know, uh, WWE money, you know, or whatever, uh, and they were like, "Hey, we want you to go out there and just do squash matches." Okay, cool, you know, right? Like, I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm I'm where you know where I want to be. I mean, WWE money, I don't
0: even care. Like, I know yeah, like I mean, if you want me to go bandage, out there, and yeah,
1: whatever, man. Like, that's why I, 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 you know, sometimes I I understand. Like, I, I get so frustrated watching wrestling sometimes because I'm like, why are they doing this to this guy why are they doing this to that guy? But in the end, it's like they're out there making money. Like, I'm not making that money. Right. So, you right. know. Yeah. Like, I, so, I mean, like, and, and, and it's crazy, but in this business, money talks. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so,
0: like, are you, are you like a SpotFest guy? Like, you like SpotFest stuff? Are you like, like the, the old school psychology or the psychological?
1: I, 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 I'm kind of like in between there, man. Um, I like watching SpotFest matches. Let's put it that way. Uh, I don't like being a part of them. (laughs) Um, but like, you know, if, if there's like some intricate spots that, you know, somebody wants to do in a match and it's going to all make sense and tie in. Right. I, I, I don't mind it. But as far as like, let's hit 90 spots within like three, four minutes. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I don't. I, like, I don't want to be like I don't want to be a part of that because a I'm gonna be blown up in that three to four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no. but you're not gonna look it. That's
0: the important part. You're not gonna be blown up
1: though. You know, but but at the end of the day, I love watching spot fest matches, especially if they're done correctly.
0: I you're gonna have you to know? shoot me one that's done correctly because I can't get into
1: any of them. Well, I mean like I guess like uh, what I mean I mean by that is like if you ever watch any any Young match, I mean they're pretty much spot fest matches, like any what match? Young Bucks. See, I don't like
0: I I can't get if you
1: watch any of their matches though, like it's literally a spot fest. You yeah. Know?
0: I can't oh, get man. into Young Bucks. When Will Ospreay was like the oh my god thing for a minute, I can't do it any ricochet stuff before WWE even
1: now. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of Oscar either, so it is what it is. <laughs> but like I, I I like watching Spot Fest matches, like I said, if if I feel like you know it's really entertaining and it's actually, you know, um yeah. going the way it should. Now if it turns into a cluster, then I'm just like Right. All right, why why are we doing this? You yeah. Know, yeah. I, I mean I guess there's a place for them, right? It's just, oh yeah, there's there's a place for all. I mean, uh, literally speaking, like last night to take it in general here, I know it's just you know smaller indie show, but we you had everything on that show last night that you could possibly want as a wrestling fan. There was, you know, there was a battle Royals, there was multi man matches, there was a women's match, there was spot fest matches, there was slow matches, there was there was a hardcore match, like there was everything you could want on a show. Was on that show last night, yeah, so that's why I said, like, uh, if things are done correctly, like, yeah, you could definitely uh pull it off, and as long as everything has the right spot where it needs to be. But I just, I'll say, I don't like to be a part of them, though. <laughs> oh,
0: I, yeah, I get it. I don't, I feel like it would, and it's probably why you don't see a bunch of big guys doing spot fest matches, right? Like, that's that's a lot to do, especially on a bigger body.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I have been a part of them before, but it's just like, uh, I I get real like, oh, man. All right. Well, let's go out here and do this, you know.
0: (laughs) When when you started, um, I may have forgotten to hit record for a little bit. So. (laughs) Um, So like when when you started, you mentioned you were big Hulk Hogan guy.
1: Uh, oh from from day one man
0: yeah so like what where did you want to go did you want to all the way up and and you know headline I mean, silver dome type stuff here, here's
1: the thing man if anybody in this business says their their aspirations not to get to wwe they're they're wrong you know that's that everybody absolutely like, love that answer you know, like, that, that that's just wrong to me. Like, if you don't want to get to WWE or and even or now AEW, you know, um, if you mm-hmm. don't want to get to one of those two, then something's wrong with you. Like, if you're, if you're just uh, – if you're happy stuck in the indies, that's cool. I mean, I'm never going to down anybody for, you know, what they want to do. But if anybody ever says, my dream is not to become – wwe superstar or aew superstar then i don't know why why you're really in this business you know would new japan fall in that same well yeah new japan but i mean new japan's really like it's a tough cookie to crack unless you have a name behind you right yeah you know so (laughs) like um you would have to really have a really good name behind you like indie wise or even have been to WWE or AEW for them to probably even give you a look. Yeah. Oh,
0: so. gotcha. Have you wrestled international, or just stayed
1: just stayed domestic? Just, I, I, I have been uh, just in the U.S. Uh, I've never been overseas. Uh, I uh, had I had a booking in Canada once, but it, it got canceled yeah. the weeks beforehand. So that that kind of yeah. sucks. Uh, yeah, you know, one day. But yeah, no, I, I've been I've been uh, quite a few states in the U.S. Though,
0: so. honestly, it'd be really fun to watch you do some like
1: like AAA stuff. You know, I uh, I've, I've watched a lot of their stuff actually. Uh, I like lucha wrestling. A lot yeah. of people don't. Yeah, I, I love, love it, man. Like, I don't... I love the fact that I love the fact they don't bump. No, not really at all like all they do is roll yeah (laughs) Yeah. and so i was like oh that's how they preserve their bodies and they can wrestle till they're 60 or 70. oh yeah
0: yeah i mean it makes so much more sense it i mean i feel like the. i feel like there's a place for a big bump right oh yeah there is i mean like like doing doing this shit every week though hmm
1: like, that's why uh, i said though like, they i mean it, and it's a little weird because uh they always work the other side of the body like you know yeah normal wrestling you know you work the right side but they right. work the left so i mean it, it, it's a little awkward there to probably get used to that but it's like i said i just love watching it because it, it really is fast-paced and like i said i i firmly believe that's how a lot of the luchadors can wrestle until they're in their 60s or 70s coach. oh yeah i mean like you said they never,
0: <laughs> they never flat back or
1: anything like that like yeah that's not know. never almost never yeah you know that's why i said i i enjoy i don't i mean i i would obviously one day love to get anywhere in like a bigger promotion obviously um and that would be cool to go there uh it'd be different to learn the, their style of wrestling for sure
0: but. Well, and they, I mean, I feel like, I feel like they do big guy stuff really well. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, like, you're bigger than La Parca, but I feel like... We you. talking about to- L.A. Parka or La Because there's two of them. Uh, La Parca. La is the oh, one okay. that was in WCW, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Okay, okay, okay. Like, you're, you're bigger, I mean, really, you're bigger than both of them. But La Parca, I mean, he, he had, like, the slow, methodical, but I can run right oh yeah and did yeah, it really, really. well and I'm, i don't know i think that would be absolutely fantastic to get you in uh you know a, a handful of lucha guys and oh, yeah. i don't know yeah, like, yeah. I, I just see like you versus like six little lucha guys and just toss them around yeah <laughs> right like uh all, yeah. i mean really that'd be the coolest squash match right like, you got oh, six yeah. little lucha guys trying to beat the shit out of you and drop to a knee and then Hulk out of it. And and just start chucking people around, man. Yeah. yeah. You know? that, that, that would
1: be cool. – I mean, oh. yeah, we got to find a place to make that happen. That would be cool as shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. No doubt. That, that would definitely be fun. And uh, if I ever can get there one day, you know, for sure. Yeah, that – I don't –
0: there used to be a dude that put on lucha stuff in Ligonier. not all that uh, long ago. Yeah, like maybe eight, ten years ago.
1: I say I had a I had a buddy that was doing lucha shows in El Yeah, and uh, I was on a few of those. Um, but like I wrestled like some of my other friends. I never wrestled any of the luchadors. Yeah. Um, but it was really crazy because them crowds are nuts. Like just nuts. And I was just like, this is a whole different ball game. <laughs> like, I,
0: like like this is why you wear bulletproof stuff in Puerto Rico. I get it now.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, dude. Like I hear all the stories about you know Tijuana and stuff like that, man. Good lord. Oh, I haven't heard any Tijuana stories. Oh, you know, you know, good old Conan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know but you know, like I said that like just being like and you know and that's you know and and Elkhart is actually you know a highly you know Mexican community mm-hmm. you know like it's it, there's a lot of Mexicans that live in Elkhart and they like I'm telling you like there was probably five to six hundred people at this show and they were just nuts
0: oh yeah <laughs> yeah
1: and and I was like dude like, <laughs> After the first one, I, I was at. I was like, "You have to. I, I need to be here all the time." I was like, "Is this crowd's different than any other crowd I've been in front of?" I was like, "And they don't like you because you're not Mexican." You know what it's I'm like, saying? Like, like they really didn't like me because I wasn't out there, you know, being a lucha <laughs> You right. know what I'm saying? So like, and so having five, six hundred people boo you is like really cool thing you know so
0: which like to a normal person that sounds terrifying right like oh
1: man like people are like oh my god people
0: have to like me and you're like no i want them to hate me
1: no dude i i I thrive in being a heel man like i love it
0: (laughs) I, i feel like it would be personally
1: i feel like it would be a whole lot easier to do being a heel yes um because you could do and say pretty much anything you want and they'll, they'll boo you. Yeah. Um, you know being and being a baby face is cool too, but you have to really get people behind you and you have to have them you know believe in you you know um, And sometimes that's hard for certain people. So
0: I feel like it would be a lot harder for a bigger guy. I've
1: played I've played both roles. Um <clears throat> obviously I love being a heel more. Um but I've played both roles and the 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 baby face big guy situation uh you just have to like being the you you have to be in there with you know this really like dickish heel, you know. And you know he's going to do every dirty tactic in the book to uh try to you know keep you down and knock you down and all that other you know all that other jazz And once he gets you down then you know then he's gonna try to work you you know and make sure you can't get back up because obviously that's the mentality of why do I want this big babyface guy to get up and start hitting me you know um but like I said I I love being a heel more than babyface but I have done both in my career
0: yeah that would that would be I don't know I'd just be rough um when you do your the RCW shows and do the, the school thing, you said the day before
1: and the day of? Yep. We, uh, we go in the, the night before and we set up our venue and everything. Um, and then we train for about four hours. Oh, really? And, yeah. And then uh, we come back the next day, um, the day of the show, and train for another four. I don't know if I could do the show that night. Thing, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, I mean, I will tell you, like right now, uh, with the group of kids we have, uh, there is only four of them right now that are actually actively wrestling. Yeah. Um. There's a few that are going to be on their on their way to graduating here shortly. Um, but there's only four of them right now that have officially graduated, but they still. Are coming to training regardless um but for me personally it is a little rough the day of because it's like okay uh i have to go train with these kids for four hours then i have to uh turn on you know the whole like now i have to get ready for the show (laughs) so it's like uh and then it all depends on what i'm doing on the show too so
0: yeah, that, that would, I could see that being real physically tough. Yeah, it's physically <sighs> and mentally. <laughs> yeah, especially, I guess, yeah, I didn't really think about the mental aspect, but like you yeah,
1: got be I mean, to turn, like turn, turn around and be like, all right, now I have to go, you know, work this match, you know, maybe a short match, maybe a long match, but I've already worked out for four hours today. I'm already tired and sore and ready to go home. And like, But, yeah, uh, definitely make it through, though.
0: <clears throat> when
1: you had your first match, what was that like? Scary. Yeah. Uh, very, very scary. Uh, very nerve-wracking. Uh, um, I remember – I actually worked my trainer at, at the time. Well, one of my trainers, I should say. Um, and we only did like a, maybe like a, I think it was like a six or seven minute match or something like that. Um, but I remember just being at the curtain and I was like, I felt like I was having a panic attack, you know? I've um, And I was just like, man, I was like, uh, because, you know, this, this, this is what I wanted, this is what I worked for a year for, you know, uh, leading up to this. Um, and it was, it was, just, it was really scary, but, like, as soon as my music hit, all that went away. And I went through the curtain and everybody, you know, popped and I was just like, all right, cool, I got this now. And then we got, we, as soon as, like, the bell rang, we did, like, the first move or whatever, um, it just, like, everything clicked, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, we got this now. Like, I'm more confident now, you know, be actually being out here. Because it's different in, like, eh, anybody will tell you this. It's different, like, when you're, like, doing, like, training matches, like, at, at practice or whatever, compared to being in front of a crowd. I mean, it is a whole different ballgame. game. <laughs> sense. Yeah. You know, because especially, like, this crowd – like didn't know of me at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't know who the hell I am from, you know, Joe Schmo.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, they, you know, they could cheer me or boo me, you know, um, you never really know. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, like I said, as nerve wracking as it was, uh, it was definitely, definitely good time though. So,
0: um, how, I mean, you guys are running, are you running RCW shows every week now?
1: Uh, no, it is, uh, monthly. Is it monthly? Yeah, it's monthly. Uh, our next one is this upcoming weekend, uh, August 7th. Gotcha. Where's yeah. that one at? Huh? Where is that one at? Oh, it's, it, our, our home base is the Goodson Event Center in South Bend, Indiana. I can send you the, uh, Flyer and all that, yeah. I haven't been to an RCW show, dude. You should come to one, man. I'm trying to tell you, like, I will be honest with you. This is not me being biased or anything like that. You can ask anybody that's ever worked for RCW or anybody in the area. We're one of the best shows around in northern Indiana. Like,
0: oh, like, I've definitely heard it's definitely the top
1: yeah, i'm not trying to toot our own horn either i'm just being honest like that's right. that's that's really what it boils down to like everybody i'll tell you like there's there's good companies around the area don't get me wrong but they're like rcw is just like that notch above so. yeah yeah <clears throat>
0: um i mean speaking of, of different companies and stuff you've got know a lot belts uh
1: yeah, man.
0: <laughs> I mean, on, like, the Facebook stuff I was doing, like, you're you're the belt collector now and it's like, everything I think that I've tagged you in, I've had hashtag belt collector on it. I mean, no doubt. It, it like, it's nuts. Uh, what one, what one's your favorite?
1: Uh, it would probably be the RCW heavyweight title. Yeah. Yeah, because, a little uh, special spot. Yeah, man, you know, um, and it's, not even because the fact you know that like I uh, you know started the company and everything like that. It's just the fact that like I, I feel like I have put a lot more pressure on myself to make sure that you know the heavyweight division in RCW is carried well so very cool. But yeah no, uh, yeah, it's definitely my favorite one. Um, my favorite actual belt though is, uh, and, uh, is the GLWA belt that I currently have. Um, it is huge. It is humongous. Like it is like, I've never seen a monstrous belt like this before until I grabbed this (coughs) one. I was like, holy cow. (laughs) Like, I I don't know where they got it from, but this thing is massive. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. The GLWA belt is really huge.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. So, like
1: that's why I said like it's it's nuts, man. Uh, like that looks like it's
0: probably at least a foot foot and a half tall.
1: Dude, it's it's insane. Like literally, uh, I I put it over my shoulder last night and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, so, that's
0: crazy. That's awesome though. Like. I mean, there there are some promotions that I've seen that have, like, these tiny little chintzy, and I'm like, why, I don't, I don't understand, you have to make the belt look like it's worth it, right? Cause if oh, yeah. It's not, what are you fighting for?
1: You know? No doubt. You know, uh, I've always firmly believed if you're going to have, you know, have a promotion, um, go get custom belts made, for the love of God. Don't don't get you know the replica belts and just slap your sticker over them or whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? Like that drives me. Nuts. Like Absolutely. please please invest some money into your belts because you're investing money in your company.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, what's your? We talked about spot fest matches. What's your take on death matches? Just just because Nick Gage is a huge thing right now,
1: dude. I like watching them. <laughs> i think i i, I think deathmatch wrestling has a has its own place in the professional wrestling business yeah um i've been to several deathmatch wrestling shows i have never participated in one i mean like i've done hardcore matches and stuff like that but there's a whole different oh that's uh, no you know yeah like, matches, i've never still playing with i I've never been hit with a light tube. I've never, you know, taken barbed wire. I've never, I mean, I've landed on thumbtacks and stuff like that, but like that's neither here nor there, you know?
0: That sounds um, terrible
1: though. Uh, it, It's actually not as bad as people make it out be. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, once your adrenaline's going, you don't really feel it. But, oh, well. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but like deathmatch wrestling, I enjoy watching it, and it, that may that may sound a little messed up, but like I just enjoy the fact that people can take this amount of beating that they get in these matches, and they're just okay. You know, like like it's just like, hey, I can do deathmatch wrestling every weekend and just be fine. Like, you know, I think that mind boggles me because I know how much I hurt after a regular match. How much are these dudes hurting after a death match? <laughs> yeah, like you've got
0: sixteen stitches in three different places and still have glass <laughs> in
1: your head. You're okay. Yeah, like, and you're okay. And like, sometimes you're doing multiple ones a weekend, like, which is absolutely insane to me. Like, you know, like, uh, uh I don't know if you know, like, uh, uh, IWA is doing their King of the Death matches this weekend. Yep. Um, I really wish I could have went down for it to to watch it because I have a few I have a few buddies that are in it that uh i really wanted to go and watch but like i don't understand like, except, like I it just mind boggles me that you can do multiple death matches in a weekend and just be okay like i'm like if i like today like i'm i have two i have two shows i have to go do today I, tomorrow i'm gonna be in pain oh yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know what i'm saying like i already know i'm gonna be right um but yeah, it's just crazy, man. But I do, I do love watching deathmatch wrestling, and I believe it has its own place. I, I don't believe that it's distasteful, uh, unless you're like, I guess in that you know aspect, I guess unless you're like really trying to make it distasteful, you know. Like some um, of the CZW stuff, I like when uh... I never really. Like, I only got to a certain few things in CZW. I wasn't really a super huge fan of CZW, so...
0: So I never even really considered it until Moxley made it and whatever and was, you know, in WWE and all that good stuff and, and whatever. And then I was like, oh, like, he did this CZW thing and then he's got, like, a circular saw and what what is this shit?
1: Like... Yeah, you know, like I like, said, so, like that stuff, like where you're like just like carving up people to carve them up, like you know <laughs> okay. what I'm saying? Like, like that, I don't that's enough.
0: That. I don't need to continue to watch that.
1: You know, like I've watched the I don't know if you've ever seen anybody do like the weed whacker thing. No. Like yeah, it happened in CZW, like I don't think they had the actual I don't know if they had the actual like like the, the twine in the weed whacker or not, but they did like a weed whacker spot where a guy took it to like his uh, his stomach, and I was like, "Why?" Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. You. No you. you know, like so. Uh, you you'll probably be able to find it on YouTube, to be honest with you, if you ever get a chance to look at it. But but it's just like, why <clears throat> why do this? You know, um, getting hit getting hit like I said, getting hit with light tubes and landing on thumbtacks or you know barbed wire or um, I mean, even the the pizza cutter thing, you know, like the like gauge has been getting over now. Like, some of like that stuff like can be more controlled. Yeah, you know, but there's no reason to go out there and take a saw or or a weed whacker to somebody.
0: Right. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah,
0: that I don't. I I can't figure like. I feel like death ma- <clears throat> I feel like death matches are like the ultimate blow off match, right? Like, like that's that's the one that will end every feud.
1: Yeah, I mean, nine times out of ten, like most of my like bigger feuds in my career, like not, not ended in a death match, but they've ended in like some kind of hardcore ish match or <laughs> yeah. or or cage match or whatever it may be, you know? Yeah. Oh. So. Um
0: what what's the favorite match that you've had that you've been in
1: My favorite match of all time that I've been in is my uh first uh Monster's Ball match with Abyss Yeah Yeah that that was actually my dream match um because like I watched Abyss when he first got into TNA Yeah and, like, I like, I was just, like, I was kind of glued to him. I was like, dude, I was like, I want to be just like this dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, like, similar build, right? Yeah, similar styles. Know, sim- like, like literally, like, and I, like I, I even tried to, like, emulate, like, a lot of the stuff he did, you know. Um, you have more teeth, to, like, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, I, I, I tried to, like, you know, even, like, portray my character sometimes to be something kind of like him. Um, because like, he just, I don't even know what, what drew me to him. It may be the fact, like I said, he was a big guy too. And I just saw that like, he could move quickly as well. <laughs> and I was like, man, I, I want to be like him, you know, and I want to, you know, I want to like kind of adapt my style, to, you know, something of his, um, but yeah, no. And then like, I, I got to meet him and that was crazy. Real jealous um, of all that super super nice guy though yeah super super nice guy um but like he he even knew cuz like i told him I was like hey i don't want you to think i'm just like trying to like fanboy out here for you but you need to know like this is actually like my dream match here you know like this is what i've wanted since i got into the business and he he, he was super like oh my god man i can't believe i was your dream match and everything you know like and I was just like, yeah, man, I was like, this is what I wanted. I wanted a monstrous Ball match with you, you know. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's definitely been, like, my favorite match. And it's just because I think, too, I put so much pressure on myself to just perform very well in that because I wanted it to just go off very well. Yeah. That, like, <coughs> like literally, like, the night before, like, I was – I didn't even think I, – I don't even think I went to bed. <laughs> like I was like up just like studying everything I possibly could to like right. make this, you know, make this match be, you know, the best it could be.
0: Yeah. So that's I that I don't even I couldn't even imagine like I think my dream match would be like a I don't know, probably staying your Kevin Nash thing, right? Like I I'm gonna be real honest, I met them both. I fangirled the crap out of it, and, like, i met Nash twice now and still haven't
1: said more than four words, and two of them were thank you. Like, no doubt. I've never met Kevin Nash. I, I did get to meet Sting when he was at Heroes and Legends. Yeah. Um, he was just, like, randomly standing backstage next to me, and I was like, oh, this is Sting. <laughs> right. You know, but I was like, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like I said, like, uh and it's just weird because sometimes people are like why you know why why was that your dream match shouldn't your dream match been with like somebody else or you know like a bigger dang person i'm like it doesn't necessarily always have to be that you know oh. um like but literally though like i you know and i even told myself after that because this was back i think this was like five or six years ago actually yeah um i'd have to go back and figure out what you know when it was but I even told myself after that I could retire the next day and be perfectly okay because I had my match that I wanted wow you know what I'm saying like I I it was there like you know like even though like I wanted to, you know obviously you know everybody wants to go to WWE and all that stuff but like I told myself I was like man I had my dream match like I got to be in the wrestling business like if it, if it were to end tomorrow, that's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but obviously it didn't. But, you know, like, I was just like, man, like, this is it. You know, like, this is my match. And and uh, if it were to, you know, not continue past this, then I I wouldn't and definitely have no regrets. But. That's, luckily, that's awesome. But luckily, though, I got to, uh, you know, stick around. So, right, right. And it's, it's been good, too. It's definitely been good. It's been, it's been a lot better lately, I'll be honest with you. It, it, it's crazy for me to think that it's taken me, like, 15 years to, like, get to a point where I feel like I'm really putting on good matches, like, really, really good matches most of the time now. Yeah. So, um, and maybe, you know, that's a little bit of just me, you know, being like, hey, I need to, you know, start – doing something or you know i mean
0: like i've seen you in person a handful of times and i've watched a ton of of youtube matches and whatnot i don't really think that
1: there's been a bad one that i've seen uh you know you know i always i guess i put like this is where i put you know pressure on myself sometimes i'm just like man i know i could have done better in certain aspects um <clears throat> I'm not saying like nobody goes out and has a perfect match every single time. You know, that's that's just the nature of this business. Right. Um, but I mean like now I'm I'm really striving as of late to like try to put on really, really, really good solid matches. Um and I don't know if it's just like me finally getting in my head and being like, hey, you either need to you do something or, uh, you know, figure out what you want to do here. Cause you know, you've been in it 15 years and, you know, so like.
0: Where, where do you see the rest of your career going? I mean, are you, are cause you're, you're in my thing and
1: my, my goal is, I mean, I will say my goal right now, um, and I have a few feelers out there is to, uh, get to some of the more top indie promotions. Yeah. Um, And I do have some feelers out there with, with certain things. Uh, And that's really my goal as of right now. I mean, obviously the the end goal is always to be on TV. Um, But right now I'm just kind of, I'm focused on trying to get to these, uh, bigger indie promotions to where I can get my name out there more. Yeah. So,
0: So, like, would you consider Impact an indie again now?
1: Uh, I mean, not really. I feel like, this is a funny story, I feel like Impact Wrestling is, like, going to end up being, like, the NXT for AEW. Uh, I feel like that's where that's going.
0: I couldn't agree Um, more.
1: You know, and, uh, it is what it is, man. Like I, I, you know, being on being on Impact would be cool. Um, uh, I'm good friends with uh, Madman Fulton. Okay. Um, and you know, he's, uh, seen, he's always
0: I've met him a couple times too. He's super nice.
1: Super nice. Uh, he likes to beat the hell out of me in our matches. So
0: <laughs> did Did you wrestle him at a Heroes and Legends show?
1: Not heroes and legends, no. Um, I've wrestled him in RCW, and I've wrestled him for a couple other promotions. We, we've had about three or four matches now. So
0: I don't remember who it was at that hero show.
1: I, uh, I Russ, Jones. huh? It was Russ Jones. Was it Russ? Yeah, it was Russ versus. Did he hit Russ that with that
0: boot? And I thought he knocked a tooth out.
1: Like oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like
0: that uh, looks so just. Devastating
1: and that was funny story, that was like right after he got released. Yeah, that was like it wasn't too long after he got released, and uh you know, obviously, uh he has changed his style up too from being in WWE now to being an impact. Um but you know, he he's, he's a super cool guy, man, and he's always uh always given me advice on try on how to go about getting into either like an impact or anywhere else pretty much you know yeah um so that's why i said you know i'm uh trying to trying to put on these solid matches now you know and get footage out there i
0: feel like that's probably a hard thing to do too because not everybody records everything and if they do it doesn't always even look tolerable like yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean it really it really just depends man like i know uh at rcw you know we we take pride in uh, our our camera yeah. <laughs> our camera work yeah um you know we we try to have all high def cameras and all that stuff and try to make sure our footage is actually pretty pretty decent
0: i mean you know? i think that that's something that frustrates me a lot with some of these promotions like you can get a good camera just set it up as a hard cam just so somebody has match footage right for mm-hmm. 200 bucks you know like it, i mean you can get a tripod from amazon for 20 bucks throw a i don't you can throw a gopro on it and it
1: would be fine oh yeah no doubt and like a lot of the workers too i mean hell they uh you know, nowadays, with, you know, all the, all the, you know, fancy phones and whatnot, you can tape just as well on your phone nowadays as you could an actual, you know, good high def camera.
0: Yeah, I can take way better pictures on my phone than I can my $400 camera. Yeah.
1: You know, it's just like, so like a lot of the guys now, like, you know, they just, they, they, they set their phones up with, you know, with a tripod or whatever. And, you know, they, they try to get their stuff filmed. Um because, I mean, nowadays, like, if you don't have film of what you're doing, like, you're not going to be able to send anything to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, and at the end of the day, that's what a lot of these promotions want. They want you to send film, yeah. you know? So, I mean, they they don't know who you are. I mean, they, they may have heard of your name before, but until you actually show them what you can do, you know. How did you come up with your name? I was given my name. Funny story. Yeah. Um, I used to not always be (laughs) Dillon. When I first started, I was, uh, and you might laugh, but I was called scary Jerry. Okay. I mean, I could see it. And when that wasn't my decision either. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, but a funny story was, I actually, I, I bought this pair of gear off of a guy. Um, and it was a pair of like pleather white pants um and on the bottom of it it had a bd and we were me and my trainer uh we were at lunch one day and i was like man i really need to come up with a name that uh has the letters bd because i have these you know i have this gear that i'm like i don't want to wear it because everyone's like what the hell does bd stand for you know um so we were sitting there and he was like He's like, you look like a Brutus. He's like, because you're just a big dude. And I was like, okay. I was like, but what's the last, you know, what's the last name going to be? And we were sitting there. And I, funny, I think he even, uh, the the waiter's name was Dylan. Yeah. And uh, he was just like, you know what? That's it. You're going to be Brutus Dylan. And I was like, all right, let's run with it. Like, and I, it's, it's just stuck. I, like... It's easy to remember, right? It fits the
0: character. Whether you're doing heel stuff or face stuff. Oh yeah, you know, like it. it I, I think it was a fantastic
1: decision to go. Well, I said, man, but it's a it's a, it's a, it's a little <laughs> bit of a funny story on how I actually got it. But, yeah. Um, so
0: what was what was the guy's name that you got those pants off of?
1: Um, he used to wrestle. He's now retired. His name was Big Daddy Dean. Okay. Um, he. He was another big guy too. Uh, he, but like I said, he uh, he's, he's retired now. But like he was, he was selling a bunch of his gear that it just had BD on, and I was like, oh, well, I really like these white pants of yours. Like I'll buy them off of you, and uh, and then, like I said, then I was like, well, man, I really need to change my name now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, so. Uh, and like I said, now it's just stuck, you know. Um, and some people are like, man, uh, Brutus Dillon, that's a really weird name. And I was like, well, you know, it sticks. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure if I ever made it to, you know, the main roster of WWE, I would just probably be called either Brutus or Dillon. <laughs> oh yeah they gotta
0: shave one oh. name
1: right you know, or you know or or they would give me some complete other different name you know but oh like, you probably
0: couldn't be brutus either because hulk would get pissy because oh mean,
1: yeah no you doubt you have a brutus on
0: wwe without a hogan right so yeah
1: no doubt man but like i said <laughs> it's just uh yeah it's like i said it's a little bit of a funny story but I, I i i like it you know uh i've stuck with it since i'm like my second my second year in so yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a long time too. You know, fifteen years doesn't seem long, but it really is. <laughs> oh, sure,
0: like, no, I, I can't. I tell people all the time when they're like, "Oh, I've been doing this job for you know however many years," like I, I don't know how.
1: <laughs> well, I said like I I went to a uh, an IWA Mid South tryout last year. Yeah. Um, and the commentator, uh, he even knew like I've been doing this for like one then 14 years, but uh, he was just like, Man, for him to be in the business for 14 years and you know, not be somewhere like this dude needs to get signed. And I was like, Well, I appreciate that, <laughs> like, you know, like, dude, you're fun to watch, you're tons of fun to watch. I mean, I, I try my best, man. Is all I can say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can
0: think of a, a ton. Like you'd be really fun to watch in uh, Dark Order. Oh yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> like, yeah, like you could do um, like uh, that one picture on Facebook where you've got the the purple highlighted stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, do that that color purple. T- crazy but I think a mask would work fantastic
1: you know uh, funny story about the mask thing too um, when I was talking to Ian Rotten at the tryout he's like you ever thought about being a mask wrestler and I was like well no Um, the reason why is because you know I have done some other like uh, stuff like in my earlier part of my career where I was doing like a mass wrestler, like a uh, character to like, uh, and, but like, I was just trying it out and I didn't really like it at all. So like, but like, he's like, man, he's like, he's like, I could see you in like this, like Vader like mask. Yeah. And I was like, like not, man. not
0: like a big full Lucha mask, right? Like just yeah, some no, like, stripey stuff somewhere just yeah, to break like, it up and leave enough to the
1: imagination to make you go, I don't yeah. know what the hell this dude is. That's why I said he 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 was like man he's like like if you had some kind of like ish mask he's like I think it would just make you look more menacing and I was like well okay you know like I mean I'm always I'm always up for new ideas obviously and how to how to you know how to evolve the whole Bruce Dylan character Um, and obviously Ian as much as people don't say he knows what the fuck he's talking about he actually does so. I feel like that's um, how it is
0: with a lot of people in this industry.
1: You know, like a lot of people, think, <laughs> a lot of people think Ian is stupid, but I will let you know, Ian is the smart one of the smartest people I ever met in my life. Really? So, yeah, um, and he obviously knows because he has, you know, produced how many great talents out of IWA himself Right. So, a, so obviously mm-hmm. he's doing something correct. So, right.
0: yeah, that's. I mean, he. There have been a ton, right?
1: Dude, I mean, if you think of it, it's like a who's who, man. Like, you know, like Punk was there, uh, Chris Hero, uh, Tyler Black, uh, Jimmy Jacobs, like Colt Cabana was there.
0: Uh, I forgot Jimmy Jacobs
1: was there. Yeah, you know, I mean, like the list goes on and on, man. Like, it's just like a who's who, like, you know, was in the heart of the IWA mid south era and yeah. uh, so it's like man it's like it's just crazy to think that people like I get it like he has a bad rep but you know what at the end of the day he's one of the smartest people like in the business wise
0: well, and, and I feel like that's I feel like there are a lot of people that have bad reputations in in the business right for whatever reason but a lot of the bad reputations also have huge brains behind them.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like that, that thats happened all over, man. You know, yeah. um, you may be dumb wrestling wise, but maybe you're not dumb business wise. <laughs> you know, or like, the other way around, right? Like, yeah, yeah, or or even the other way around. You may be dumb business wise and don't know how to like book shows, but obviously, you understand wrestling.
0: Yeah, like uh, like huge. You know? big thing like jeff jarrett like that dude try he ran gfw into shit so fast which it probably wasn't going to be a whole lot of anything anyway but he i mean it it took nothing right but in ring, i mean mean, like he's
1: he's in the problem there is that he had all the tools like he had all everything to make gfw a thing Mm -hmm. and I actually went to a GFW show. They were at uh, Valparaiso, I want to yep. say. Yep, I was there. Um and I was just like, man, like this could actually be a thing if he would get his head out of his ass. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you know. But and like he was just like, like business side though. Like he
0: he's got his 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 ego's too big, right? But oh in-ring yeah. stuff like I as much as I hate that guy like in-ring I hate that guy but I'm supposed to most of the time <laughs> you know what I mean like he he does
1: exactly the way he's supposed to do it But <clears throat> I said man like I I uh at the time man I was really hoping that GMW was actually going to take off just because uh Kong was actually a part of it and I was super happy for him mm-hmm. um I was really hoping it was going to do something and then and they were just like, well, no, we're just gonna like let Impact absorb us. Yeah.
0: Which and like I've always liked Impact or TNA, whatever, whatever iteration you want to call it, right? They they've always had tons of fun talent, and it's always been a good show, and it's just never been consistent.
1: Yeah, you know, I've heard you know I've heard some bad stories about behind the scenes stuff there but i mean yeah that's it that's yeah, anywhere i mean i mean i
0: can't uh, think of anywhere that i mean shit even wwe right they they mailed mickey james or shit in a garbage bag
1: like yeah you know and like i guess they had been doing that to people for over a year before they even finally caught on to it like yeah yeah and so um but yeah like I'm not speaking bad about impact or anything, you know, I'm just saying like, I really wish at that point in time, I was really hoping GFW was going to be like something. Oh yeah. And it was, it was something for a brief second. Um, Yeah. And then I, I don't know if it was his ego or what happened, but yeah. I mean, he,
0: every, everything that I've heard him on, he sounds like an awesome guy to talk to.
1: And after the fact, can tell you exactly where he screwed up everywhere, right? You know, yeah. Like I said he was a super cool guy to meet. You know, yeah. I've, I've I've met him on several occasions, um, and he's never said anything, you know, like crazy or anything to me, or you know, made me feel like, you know, he was this egotistical guy. Yeah. Um, but you know, then it's just like, well, what really happened? Like, well, you had everything in front of you to do something and you just drop the ball yeah yeah stuff (laughs) like that
0: it's it's so weird like is it an ego thing or is it a like a a trust thing where he didn't trust anybody to lean on to do some of the stuff that he needed done or i don't know it's it sucks for everybody though that's for sure
1: well yeah i mean i i really felt bad for you know like i said my my friends you know kong kong in general too like i felt bad for him for a while because it just kind of like it fell off, and then, and then you know he finally got his break to being an impact, um, which I was super happy for him. But it was just like, man, like uh, they were pushing him to the moon in GFW. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, like he's he, he's gonna be like the fucking dude there, you know? But I mean, he, he should be the dude somewhere. Oh yeah, I I tell him that on on occasion, like every weekend that I see him, I'm like, dude, I don't know why. AEW or WWE has not been like we need you now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And because no offense to anybody else, but he's a big dude that like doesn't work like a big dude. No. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he works like he could be like a cruiserweight, <laughs> like you know. And maybe that's their problem is that they, they, they want a big dude that is just going to be slow and methodical and all this and that. Like, maybe that's why. I don't know. Um, but I really wish he would get signed somewhere because he, he deserves it, I think, more than anybody around yeah. here. So. He,
0: I mean, and he he's, I don't know, it's just the same way with you. Like, both of you guys can just, you just do it, you know, like, and you make it look like it's not, anything like you, you almost make it look like you're just naturally this way you know what I mean like like mm-hmm. it's it's nuts it's crazy to watch
1: <clears throat> I mean sure man
0: yeah it's it's good stuff though um but yeah so I'm all out of questions we do this little quick pick thing at the end of it and then I'll okay. let you take off. I know you said you got two all shows right. today and yeah yeah
1: I, I double booked <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, at least you're holding up on both of
1: them though oh yeah no and like and in certain situations like that both promoters were cool like they knew I have to be early on one and later on the other yeah, yeah. So, where are they at uh one's here and actually in South Bend okay uh, that's literally like 10 minutes away from my house <laughs> and uh I'm uh, and then the other one is uh they're doing another show in Bourbon Indiana tonight oh are they Yeah, uh, this one's for uh, Pro Wrestling King, though, instead of WTF. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: So, the quick pick thing. uh, Just give me the answer. You can explain it or not. Up to you. Okay. Uh, Hogan or Andre? Hogan. Uh, Jake or Piper as far as Mike skills? Oh, Jake the Snake, hands down. Yeah. You're... (sighs) I like Jake is my dude on the mic. Jake and and Randy Savage. I don't know what have it is.
1: Met, have you ever like, met Jake's name? Yeah, dude. He makes you feel like whatever he's saying to you, you should just believe it. Yep. <laughs> yep. And he didn't like, like.
0: No, he. I mean, we met him. Was that last year? Here's it. Here's and Legends.
1: Uh, I don't know. Two no it's, it's it's been a couple of years but I, I didn't go to that one um I met him in a i met him at, a, at an actual like comedy show which was funny uh um, but yeah like it was just like he's like, he, he i feel like he's always super serious <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you know like he, I, I don't I, even rem- i wish I could remember what he said like he said something and it, it sounded like he was like son of a bitch right like not happy about it at all and then he just starts busting up laughing I was like oh that was a joke but yeah. gotcha that, that, that was funny exactly. now that I know you don't want to punch me in the throat he's
1: actually a very funny comedian because like his comedy show was actually pretty hilarious so oh I'm sure like he's gotta have stories
0: for days and he's so deadpan about it and
1: Oh, like, yeah. Th- that
0: grovelly voice. I don't know, man.
1: And, and I mean, I guess don't get me wrong there. Piper was really good on the mic, too. But like Jake the Snake always firmly made me believe that, like, he was, like, whatever he said was like, you needed to really, really believe it, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Stinger Undertaker. Mm. The Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. You had to think about that one, though. I did because if we were talking about blonde-haired Sting, or are we talking about Crow Sting? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, okay, well, whole career. Oh man, I think still Undertaker. Yeah. Uh just because he's been consistent, you know. And there was that point in time I felt like Sting kind of fell off. In TNA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little. Like the- I mean, like Undertaker undertaker even as american badass undertaker was still you know to me was still never fell off you know what i'm saying no. like, and
0: he was still doing new stuff
1: right like
0: yeah because the uh american badass that was when he started doing the the hell's gate thing
1: too right yeah, 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 yeah. That so it's like, like, I like you know and i've i've watched everything there is dude, to watch on the undertaker man he, he said in everything that like he knew he had to evolve his character at that point you know to keep up with the times and like then when they were like hey well now we're gonna bring back old Undertaker but we're still gonna have him be kinda like American badass Undertaker you know what I'm saying like um I just always thought he was very consistent over his career oh, compared yeah. to Sting but like I love blonde haired Sting Uh that's when I thought sting was, you know, really, really good. When he went to crow sting, I was like, I was kind of, at first I was like, man, I was like, I don't know how to take this, you know? Um, But I, like, uh, I, I, I got hooked on it. And then when he went to impact, I was like, Oh, why? I just like, to me, he, he just, it, it wasn't the right fit for him. Some of it didn't feel like it was at all, no. No, especially then, like, when he turned into, like, trying to be, like, Joker Sting. Oh, see, I loved that. Uh, see, to me, I, I didn't like his matches with Mick Foley. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't like the matches. All the promo well, stuff, though. I didn't like the I, I, I just, promo uh, stuff. Like, I mean, like, I didn't like the main event mafia stuff yeah. with him, you know, like, uh, and then, like, I don't know, man. Like, there's was just a really weird time there where I was like, man, this is not Sting. Yeah, you know, um, and even now, like, no offense, but just for him to like be Darby Allen's manager, I mean, I'm kind of like, okay, that's cool. Like you're getting you're getting Darby Allen, you know, you know, the the push there. Yeah, but it's like, man, like, I kind of want to see Sting like actually wrestle, right? You know, like. And I know he can't go like he used to, obviously. Um, but if Sting's going to be there, like, I kind of want to see Sting wrestle, you know?
0: Yeah. I, like, since the whole Darby Allen thing started, I thought that it would be way better for him to just sit, do the Rafters thing again. Never say shit. Show up occasionally in the Rafters with Darby Allen. Still never say shit. Oh, yeah. randomly point to the ring during a match or whatever and then look at Darby Allen, still never say shit. And you know what I mean? Like like keep the whole I'm this loner and scary and it, the the whole whole silent mystique thing, right?
1: Yeah. It, I don't know, man. Like I said, so that's just me, man. I I Undertaker to me was more consistent over oh, his yeah. career.
0: Yeah, I know that I mean, like, I love Sting to Death, but I think that's a fantastic answer. Yeah. Uh, NWRDX.
1: What part of NWO are we talking?
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, like, when I did this, I was like, oh, like, everybody's just going to be black and white, right? Like, because that's, like, the original iteration. But I think everybody's been like, well, what (laughs) one?
1: Well, no, and the reason why I asked that is because, like, I liked black and white, and I liked Wolfpack. I didn't like NWO 2000 or whatever the hell it yeah, was. Yeah,
0: the silver NWO um, silver, whatever.
1: Yeah, whatever the hell that shit was. Um, but like original NWO um, versus like original DX.
0: Yeah, we'll call it, we'll call it like the first five NWO. So like Bischoff and Outsiders and Hogan and
1: Six. I mean, to me. I would still have to say dx and i think it's just because like dx to me was it was a whole complete different thing you know what i'm saying like and so was the nwo but like i guess it was a whole complete different thing for wwe at the time because like they didn't have like that group that was just like we're gonna come and do whatever the hell we want you know what i'm saying like um and I was, and I'll be honest with you, I was more of uh, watching WWE than I was WCW.
0: See, I was the other way around. I all I watched yeah. was uh, WCW. I mean, like I flipped back and forth on Monday,
1: right? And Silver yeah, States but like I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, I didn't watch. I watched WCW, but like, I was more of like I need to watch WWE. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. Um, so then I think that's also why I'm going to say DX is because like I did, I watched a lot more of of DX and I enjoyed it a lot more. Now when NWO got to the point. Where like when they were starting to cut like their promos and there were still NWO members coming through the curtain, that was a problem. Yeah, because it's like, why do you need thirty people in your group? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where over half
0: the roster, you're not the minority. Yeah, yeah,
1: like why? Why does everybody have to be NWO? I know you're trying to give everybody that rub, you know, but like, you would have been cool if you would have just like stayed with like maybe five to seven ten tops you know what i'm saying oh yeah yeah um but i I do like nwo don't get me wrong but i will i will have to say dx on that one i mean i'm a big big fan too i see
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think what else i think that's all the nwo stuff
1: so I, I, I probably hurt you I, I probably hurt you there saying DX over that, but <laughs> no,
0: it made sense though. Like I yeah. can't I can't even be mad about
1: it. You know, like, like I said, it was it was just different, and it, it, it was also very different for Sean Michaels.
0: So, yeah. what about DX without
1: Michaels? DX without Michaels was still okay. Um, like when X Pac and Road Dog and Billy Gunn, you know, obviously all came into the fold with Triple H being the leader. Um, I don't think it was as good when it was just Michaels and Triple H to me, anyway. Yeah. Um, I never was a huge X Pac fan, anyway, to begin with. Really? Uh, um, yeah. I mean, like, nice guy. Okay. Met him too. Uh, I just never like. I guess I just was never a huge X Pac fan, and he actually had really good matches.
0: Yeah, he like, like that, that's why I was surprised. Like
1: that, I mean, I I, I, I don't I, I don't know if it was just like the the whole character of X Pac. I don't I don't know, man. Like uh, I dug his one two three kid shit with fucking Razor Ramon. Yeah, like that, like that stuff I dug. Um, I even dug when him and Marty Jannetty tagged up. Yeah. Uh, You know, I thought that was cool for them, but, like, I don't know. like And then when he went to WCW and became six, I was like, "Eh." You know.
0: I I feel like they underutilized him in WCW a lot.
1: Oh, I mean, they they did, but it was just, like, then he came back, and I was like, all right, look. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I just never was, like, the hugest, like, Xbox fan. Uh, Road Dog and Billy Gunn. they were cool and like it was different for them too. Like it like I think they needed something there. hmm Uh when, when that time came. Um But yeah, I always felt like DX without Shawn Michaels was not as good as DX with Shawn Michaels.
0: You know, I honestly I don't even remember who it was. I asked them the DX question and they were like, Well, what NWO and do you mean DX with or without Michaels? I'm like, I don't
1: even remember it without Michaels. <laughs> like <laughs> well, so I, I mean I remember it because I watched it, but it's just like to me, like I said, yeah, DX without Shawn Michaels was not as good with just him and Hunter and China. <laughs> well, and that, that was
0: like that was when he had the, the tag match with God or whatever with Vince,
1: right? That was later on. Was it? Yeah, it was later on down the road, yeah.
0: yeah so I don't, I don't even remember him not
1: being there really at all. Yeah, that, that was after he came back after his injury and all that. Gotcha. I'll have, yeah.
0: to, I'll have to poke around and find that again. Yeah, uh, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram.
1: like what are we asking like what i would prefer to like be on or (laughs) what one do you like
0: better what one what one do you kind of i mean
1: it's a toss-up between facebook and instagram
0: yeah
1: uh i get on twitter to uh read angry fans stuff about wwe (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because sometimes they post some really funny stuff right (laughs) um Especially like you know, uh, a couple uh, last week on Raw, man, I thought Raw was really good and like everybody was just crapping on it, like left and right. And I was like, right, and I was like, Oh, I'm going to Twitter to three people's comments. <laughs> um, but uh, I like to me personally, like I like Facebook and Instagram more, yeah. so um, but I know Twitter is like out of the three, I think Twitter is probably like the biggest one. Yeah. Like, I mean, like everybody uses Twitter. Right? <laughs> like, um...
0: I feel like, like as a wrestler too, it's probably easier to throw a video into Instagram or Facebook and, and get some kind of look. Versus well, I mean,
1: also I'll tell you, I, we do 90% of our, our business side of things on Facebook, you know, yeah. Um, you know, or you're, or you're, you know, trying to, you know, when you're, when you're booking talent or whatever, you know, you're just, you're trying to uh, find the best way to contact them. You know, uh, nine times out of ten, it's just sending a message on Facebook or getting their email address. And, you know, I mean, it's hard to click. get
0: people to respond on Facebook too.
1: Yeah, nowadays it is. I like mean, I, when, when Facebook, when Facebook was like first a thing, like it wasn't that hard, but now. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. I bet I've got like fifteen or twenty messages out to people that like it just hangs out unread.
1: <laughs> and it's and you know and that's the stuff too that kind of bugs me. Like I don't ever leave anything on read. Like and if I do, it's because like I I was I was busy for a brief second and I will always get to it. Yeah. I hate the people that like you message, especially when I'm trying to book you, like for a show um i hate them people that just don't ever respond yeah and i'm and like and then that, and that, that's not like local talent that's like you know like like name talent i, I would say like i mean it's, oh no
0: some of my like some of the stuff that i got i've got local and like name guys
1: I'm like dude like, like, like i'm just trying to help you yeah no man like it, it, it just bothers me because it's like you you know you're like oh i want to take all the indie bookings i can like uh i'm off and not respond right Right. it's just like come the fuck on now like i get everybody has their own life and you know like but you can't take a few minutes out of your time to just respond hey uh thanks for the you know thanks for the message you know here here's my info
0: yeah yeah it's
1: i don't know it's crazy like me now like and it might be lazy but me now like i have like uh my like automatically like, as far as like booking wise, uh, I have like a thing saved in my phone to where I just copy and paste it back to the person if they're right. asking me about a booking. Yeah. I'm just so like so, like I'm not like leaving somebody on you know on red. I'm just like, okay, here's my normal response, I will say. Yeah. You know.
0: Uh do you have an iPhone or Android? Android. I think you can make keyboard, I don't know for sure because I don't have Android or got iOS. I think you can make a keyboard shortcut. So you just, oh, okay. All you got to do is like make it so when you type like BKG for booking or whatever, then it just pops that in when you hit send.
1: Oh, I'll definitely look at that. Like, so yeah, I got it saved in like my notes on my phone, and yeah, I, I just I just copy and paste it, and I'm like here you go, like because at the end of the day. Um, I don't care if you're just some random, like, you know, even like you're a shitty promotion, like I'm still going to respond back to you. If you don't like what I have to say, or you don't like my rate or whatever, then that's fine. I don't care. But, you know, like, right. Uh, yeah. I'm still going to, you know, at least, you know, show you the respect of at least responding back. so Right.
0: Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I will let you uh, get out. Oh, um, where, where can we find you on Twitter? All that good stuff
1: twitter facebook uh, so. i'd have to i'd have to send that to you because i okay. don't know that's on top of my head um
0: well because uh, like on facebook i found there's there's like an actual Paige page page yeah
1: there, there's a, there's, an actual brutus dylan page that um the the lady that runs my rcw page okay she also runs the brutus dylan page gotcha um and then there's the jerry wilson page where i do all of my talking through uh-huh um just because you. i i had I, I have more friends on the jerry wilson page right. so, like, mm-hmm. so i pretty much do a lot of my business through there yeah um but yeah i can i can send you all the all the uh links to all that stuff okay like um, I, said, I don't i don't know no i i used to know them off the top of my head and to be honest with you i've been hitting the head so many times in 15 years that I forget things. Right. So, <laughs> right. Um...